Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. You know I love my cereal, but I also am trying to remain upright for as long as possible and keep myself healthy. So if there was a place where I could get cereal, the classic kind of breakfast cereal that doesn't absolutely destroy my A1C or my gut, then I'm going to chase it. And that's why I love Magic Spoon. Man, they truly innovated and changed the game with sugary cereals. They spent the time to get the crunchy texture right, uh, come up with a bunch of cool flavors that always hit the spot, but without any of that stuff that's bad for you. Flavors for everybody, too. So hold on. Let me run you through the health stuff here. Zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four to five net grams of carbs in each serving. It's low-carb, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and only 140 calories a serving. It got all kinds of different flavors. They have classics, cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter. They got the cult faves, blueberry muffin, maple waffle, my favorite, honey nut, can't wait to try. And then the indulgent ones, cookies and cream and cinnamon roll. Those are fun, too. But my favorite is the maple waffle. I'm looking forward to trying Honey Nut because that's in my wheelhouse as well. So go to magicspoon.com slash ham to grab a custom bundle of cereal and try the magic for yourself. And be sure to use our promo code ham at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash ham and use the code ham to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuck boy. Standing six foot two, 296 pounds, COVID-ridden. It's Johnny G from the south shore of Nassau County, Long Island. Currently losing a 
oxygen mask due to diminished lung capacity from the novel coronavirus. All you gotta do is trust me. Jackson, Maine. Hey, let's impeach. <laughs> let's impeach Clarence Thomas. Also joining me in the Heidi Mighty Studios, the nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gamers. Arthur Gamers, shout out. Also joining me in the Heidi Mighty Studios. You know him. You love him. He's been on the pod a bunch of times. We've done whippets on the audio, and we also have traveled this country together, getting fucked up and partying in a number of different cities from 101 Places to Party Before You Die, premiering tonight on True TV and Happy Endings and Ball Sometimes Live Podcast. It's Adam Bally. Hi, Adam. Hey, dude. Uh, you're you're good. you're um, very good at that. You could do that professionally. I I think I I do technically. Uh, oh, I guess that's right. <laughs> People pay to hear that. Except if you mean professionally, you mean like a hundred and eighty dollars in ad money each week. Then yes, I'm. Well, I mean, there's like also like a wrestling. Like you could definitely be a manager. You know what I, I mean? Want, like you could. I want. We're hey, we're we're Turner talent. Let, let's get us on AEW being wrestling managers. Yeah, if they could do cross promotion with Johnny Knoxville, I think they could find some space for us, right? Yeah, yeah. Johnny Knoxville. That dude's like got no loose, juice. <laughs> I mean, it's a loose connection. You know? Right, right, right. <laughs> Holy shit, man! I screamed it in the opening, but tonight, or July fourteenth, if you're listening to this right when it's off the hot, hot off the presses, which I know most of my fans, quote unquote fans, <laughs> listeners, uh. I know they're mostly doing that, so they're getting right off the grip, like just getting into it. We have a our show premieres tonight. That's pretty. Thrilling. I know it's so exciting. It's really, and we're really recording exciting. this in advance, so it feels weird to talk like this. But I'm now well, in the headspace that our show is premiering tonight, and I'm going to be so let down when we're done recording and it's not coming out tonight. <laughs> I know. I, I it is also sociopathic to be like putting yourself in the headspace of like a really great thing that has happened weeks before it has happened because then right, just when it case. does inevitably happen it's going to not feel as good or different there's going yeah. to be an an ultimate thought of like what's happening why is this different you know which yeah. is taking away from the fun of the process you know yeah it's better to do this now before we're any more disillusioned heartbroken or know any more info about mm. you know oh it's supposed to be 210 degrees fahrenheit on the premiere day no one's gonna be able to watch or whatever yeah or whatever or just like yeah they're just like this natural truly i have had every bad luck thing my last show premiered on march 14th 2020 yeah. which is the day the nba shut down for covid so like yeah we pitched we pitched this show in february 2020 (laughs) and they were like we love it a travel show and it's like oh no one's allowed legally allowed to travel for 18 months i think we made i think we made covid jokes in the room yeah about how we were like whatever this is you know um yeah i went to like a weird weed speakeasy uh with besser and some dude passed a joint to us and was like we were like, and we we're like, I hope you don't have like that Chinese, fl- like we had knew nothing about it. Like, oh, that disease that we're hearing mm-hmm. about, because this is like early February, late January. And the guy's like, I actually just got back from Wuhan, China. And we were like, what? And he's like, yeah, no, seriously, I'm an importer, exporter. And we were like passing the joint along. And then we were like was he laughing. Art Vandalay? <laughs> I know. <laughs> importer, exporter, <laughs> extraordinary. I was like, oh, yeah, ha, ha, ha. We laughed about it. And then like a, a month later, it all came down. And I was like, holy shit. Uh, Besser, that dude really, <laughs> that guy was. Do we risk yeah. ourselves there? <laughs> yes, you do. Well, even now you risk yourself with a joint. I mean, like, I, I, uh, I just feel like there's, I've had every sort of bad luck that you can have for a launch of a show. So as long as it comes out, 
Well, yeah, hopefully, hopefully you checked enough boxes of insane shit that could happen when a show premieres that were tapped. <laughs> that uh, the, there's nothing the, else. Whatever the greater power is does not have it in us for this one. But yeah, I got a feeling because <laughs> I don't bring a whole lot of luck to that element <laughs> as well. <laughs> no, I think maybe we'll cancel each other out, like when two ugly people have a beautiful baby. Yeah. Oh, I well that you know? two, when two fucking perennial losers finally make a winner. <laughs> Let's <laughs> fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but I can't believe I can't believe that um, we we like were able to sell a show based on our Vegas stories on your podcast. I feel like that's like so that's such a loose connection to I know on television. It feels so insane. It, it feels really crazy when I was shooting the show or when, when we were ta- when the show was about to happen and we were about to go mm-hmm. into production. Uh, the, the more I talked about it, the more I realized like have I and I know Adam as well, but have we both been accidentally training for this show the whole time? Like it's like we, I I do the Doughboys podcast where I talk about food. I do this podcast where we talk about partying. We you and I get together and talk about Vegas. We do the power. You do all the power hours I do in New York, and it's like it starts to feel like that's like cons- consumption training we've been doing. Uh, talking about food or talking about partying or talking about Vegas hotels we've been doing like we've accidentally like there's few things I'm actually capable of doing and it just so happens that this travel show is one I think you said it I don't know what city you said it in because I don't remember anything from the filming of the show but there was a line where you said there was some runner we did where it was like you know why we have this job? It has nothing to do with our talent or skill. It's because we can we have about like the highest tolerance. Yeah, I mean, low key, that is part of it. We've developed our tolerance to a degree where we can consume like, on yeah, camera and keep that. talking. Yeah, I can read that copy on camera while I'm like can't yeah. drive a car. Yeah. I know I'm uh, my blood alcohol is 0.4 or whatever, but I I uh, let me know what we got. All right, you're watching 101 places a party before you die. Like so, oh, used to podcasting me. fucked Ooh. up out of our minds. And do it. Remember when we were in Moab blowing in the in the um, breathalyzer? Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, I didn't <laughs> until just now when you said that. That was a fucking funny bit because because you were getting so mad. Remember because I like usually alcohol related, you crush me in chug contests, but for some <laughs> reason that night I was like, really? I guess it was the terrible conditions. Well, but I, was drinking I, I will that wild say turkey. I, the only thing I can do drinking wise more than you is faster, but you yes, have, no. you have like an iron whiskey stomach. Like I've never seen That's before. True. You're, yeah. you're like, true. it's like 110 degrees out. And you're like, yeah, I'll take i I'll take a high West neat. It's like, what? <laughs> and you're yeah. like, yeah. No, and then you're true. on your, th- you're on your third one while I'm having like a vodka soda or whatever. And we well, were drinking true. a high West bourbon by the fire in Moab. And uh, mm-hmm. it wasn't until we real like, it was cold out and it was raining and we were like a half hour into shooting and we had finished a full bottle between us. And I was like, oh, my my blood alcohol content's lower than Adam's. I'm like, oh, my God, because Adam drank like three quarters of this fucking bottle. While we stand <laughs> <up>. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was seriously, that was one of the most fun nights of shooting, even though it was freezing and we were getting rained on. That Moab night was was that so fe- fun. That felt like the the like purest because it was like we didn't know what glamping situation it was gonna be. We didn't know what weather was gonna be. We didn't know what Moab. I never even heard yeah. of Moab until it was on the list no. of stuff we got to do. 
And now I'm like, oh, man, come on. And we fall in love <laughs> yeah. there. And now we're getting gas and fucking bourbon, trying to get a campfire going in the rain. It felt, it felt fucking awesome. Uh, that was a high, Moab was a true highlight for me, like having gone there. I, I, I want to re- revisit so bad. It's like returning to Mars. Uh, yeah, I loved it. I mean, I went right back to a, a different type of Utah, but it was still like, I love that landscape. I love that vibe. I don't love that Utah is now um, like, uh, it's illegal to have an abortion, but yeah, like, yeah, I don't, I don't love I that about any, a lot of places. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to spend any more money in those states, but uh, yeah, sorry yeah, guys, uh, I'll be just hitting <laughs> on your Bureau of Land Management land, not, and I'll ship in my own fucking food and weed, so I don't give any money to Utah, <laughs> but I do fill up their sewage system with my fucking bourbon dumps. Uh, only you only get the waste. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Isn't it crazy that we didn't go to Vegas for the show? I was just going to talk about Vegas. Yeah, it is. But I understand, first of all, why the producers didn't want it. Because it's like, I don't know. The way we were in Puerto Rico, that we only gambled once, was astonishing. And I think that they knew. And that's because it wasn't in our hotel. And I feel like they knew that if we were staying in that hotel, if we were staying in that hotel with Serafina in that big casino. Casino Del Mar seen us. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, no. yeah they would have never seen us. No, you would have to pick me up in the morning at the table. Like you'd have to yeah, be like, yeah, "Yo, dude, it would have the been cars really, here." Yeah, it would have been really gross, and it was already hard, you know. So like, th- I feel like they knew that, and they're like, "We're not ready for that yet. Let them, yeah. <laughs> you know, let them kind of grow up a little before we we get them to Vegas." But I was thinking, like, also, have you been to Vegas since the pandemic? Uh no, I don't think so. No, but I've been to I've Foxwoods, been... but not Vegas. <laughs> That's the yeah, most I've been twice. Long Island trash shit I could say is that I've been to Foxwoods, <laughs> not Vegas. I've been twice. And it's a it's a weird vibe now. It's just different. Is what what's different about it? Is it like are people masked? It's just up like not people... as crowded. Yeah, people well, hopefully you, you get lucky. It's not as crowded. So there's not as many tables. So like the tables that are there are, are more expensive. And the the it's harder to find one, but there's a ton of dead space. There's a like the way that a mall is now. Like you yeah. know how like every mall now, even the, the nicest ones, has like have like five empty stores. Right. There's a lot of like That's empty tables. A lot every of sparse, casino looks yeah. like. Interesting. Well, I want to. Uh, we're know? trying to gear up uh, a celebration trip for the weekend after the premiere, but we're seeing what our work situation looks like. Also, the money I made yeah. on the show is gone. So I don't know if I negligible. Can... <laughs> yeah, yeah, negligible. Not a lot of it, and it's um, already out. It's already been accounted for. Yeah. Thank you, Mary. Yeah, season three. Yeah, ASAP. Um, we need to jump to and get to renegotiating ASAP. Yeah. Uh, but I, I do want to go. I, I, I do want to go back just because the other thing that I like about Vegas now is that it, it has equalized like the the city. Like last time I was there, I went out of of this is going to sound like a schlep for some people, but like I went to the Arts District to get breakfast and it was all, they had some of the best coffee shops I've ever had. Amazing vintage stores, good art galleries. And it took two hours away from me being in the casino. Yeah. So AKA saved you $900 like that. Like exactly. that's, I look at excursions like that where people are like, yeah, it costs a hundred dollars to go uh, to the pinball. I, I spent a hundred dollars at the pinball museum. It's like, dude, 
a hundred dollars in two hours. That's making money. If you ask me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And the other thing that I liked about Vegas the, during the pandemic this time is that I had a little more time. Like, like usually I'm one night, two nights. And this last time I had like three days there and I liked the, I liked it. You know, like I liked the pace. I didn't feel well, like I had to go out and get it. You let's know talk I mean? about it. Cause that's the, when you stay there for one night, it feels like you can go, like you have to get it in. You have to, yeah. even if you're losing, and you have feeling, to go like, I got to turn it around before I go to bed. And then you lose right. too much. And then you wake up and you're like, fuck, I got to fly. And that feeling also gives me anxiety in the prep because I'm like, even the night before, I'm like, oh my God, I only have like this amount of time in, in Vegas. So it was nice to know that I had two nights on the front end of the trip and a night on the end of the trip, you know, because we were driving to a resort. It was like very easy to to be like, like the first night I got hit hard, I, I, so bad. I got hit so bad that the craft dealer said to me, I hope you don't have an important weekend planned. Because I was like, it was <laughs> and good. You, and it you did. A, and I did. And it was a bloodbath. And, and I normally, I had that instinct to be like, go get another marker and pull yourself out of this. But instead, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take it easy because I know tomorrow. I'm going to want to play blackjack before I leave. And I want to go in with like a big bank. And I did. And I was able to like crawl myself back a little bit. And I didn't leave up on the trip, but I left not down enough that it was Upsetting. what the first night. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, which is like all you want. Having that time there is like integral because if you can control and I've gotten to the level where I can, I do have enough self-control to be like, but if you're there, for, if you're there for a constrained time, you're like, Someone's like, you want to go get food? And you're like, I'm just going to eat a quick sandwich and get back to the, you know, I mean, I I'm okay. I'm just going to have another coffee at the yeah, table. Yeah, like, nah, nah, nah. But if you're there yeah. for like three days, you can go like, yeah, where do you want to go? Oh, you want to walk two casinos over and get uh, lunch? Yes. I, uh, oh, yeah. two and, and a then half you get hour a new, de gap. New vibe. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, and, Change and then it's of like scenery. new vibe. Like we did that too. We went to dinner at um, the uh, Mandalay Bay. At like an Italian restaurant, and we we got there. We played roulette at the Mandalay Bay before we left. It was like boom, we were hitting. You know what I mean? And it was like uh, just because we changed vibes, just because we, you know what I mean? And like sometimes <laughs> that's what it, that's what it is, you know? And like yeah, it's it, it's nice to be like all right. Well, I'm I'm now not just like so focused on like even if it's psychosomatic, gambling. it works. Like yeah, it just oh, like, I'm makes sure you it feel bad. It was yeah. like, well, I lost two hundred dollars in Margaritaville, but it's I would have lost three hundred at the Luxor. And it's like, why do you say that? It's like I don't know, but shut up. <laughs> let me let me have that. Yeah, like, leave me alone. Yeah, because I'm in my head now. I won a hundred dollars. <laughs> yes, exactly. So now I got to now I got to bet it all. <laughs> oh man, I've I once went to Vegas for work, and I was there for seven days, and that was intense like i didn't go that outdoors like for like four days like i was that like, I, like been, I haven't seen like fresh air or sunlight in forever i've never worked in vegas and i'm dying you know like besides the oceans 11 being like one of my fav most favorite movies like i'm dying to work in las vegas i'm dying to shoot something in vegas like just you know even something outside of vegas where you get like your downtime you could fucking take a 40 yeah, anything, minute uber anything yeah. <laughs> but like i i'm dying to do one of those big like heisty you know because i just love it i i also <laughs> uh-oh that may be that may be covid um I, I I am positive as of yesterday. So uh, 
Uh, we are on Zoom, but we do have that app that lets us exchange bodily fluids via our hard drives. And I don't know if this yeah. is ideal. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry no. about that. But I'll no, pass do, you a I joint through the USB in I am, a second. I am positive that I'm positive. <laughs> I'm positive that I'm positive. <laughs> Things are looking positive of COVID. So uh, yeah. negative, kind of. <laughs> but yeah, like um, I also really liked Vegas this time. Also, like the marijuana laws relaxed. They're really fun. They're like, you can get it delivered to your hotel room now. It's like very. Whoa, you got cannabis delivered to I your got, hotel? Yeah, delivered. They don't go up to your room. You go but down you to like the go down and lobby. meet them like you're ordering a pizza or yeah. some shit like that. Oh, that's the yep. fucking dream, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. And like, and then staying at the Cosmo is amazing with the balcony and like just, just the, the, because it's not as crowded because and because it's it's not as populated there it's not as intense right you know i dig that man yeah, i i'm so, i'm so adjusted to having the uh um uber driver from the airport like stop at a dispensary and me keep going leave the meter running i'm gonna tip the shit out of you just wait for me and then we'll jump to the cosmo <laughs> i'm like always like always telling them there's two stops to but now i'm like oh i'll have that delivery ready to rock and meet well me. yeah you just you just you can you can call the delivery and go and that's it was really nice also i rented a car because we were driving out to the resort and Having a car in Vegas is kind of nice too. It was just like a nice, I enjoyed the city. I could see how people like retire there because of taxes into the hills, you know? Right. Yeah. You get like the beauty and like nature of like desert living, but then you have the proximity to like one of the, you know, it's like most Palm futuristic Springs. places in the world. <laughs> it's like Palm Springs, but you can see every band you want to see. Right. It's like Palm Springs, you know? except you can see, uh, uh, Danny Gans do magic and comedy every single night. <laughs> I think Danny Gans was killed. You, you know, was I have killed. a theory about Danny, Danny Gans. Yes. <laughs> I think Danny Gans was killed by the MGM. No because way. Because the break MGM, the contract finally? <laughs> yes, because that when the MGM went bankrupt in, during the recession, Danny Gans was the highest paid performer. I think they killed him. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh man, I love Ve we got Vegas cons this is our next show is Vegas conspiracies. We like uncover but mostly it's just the crew trying to get us off the crabs table and out to like uh Capone's. That's the only conspiracy that I really know about. Or that or the cool the idea of a cooler. Do you believe mm -hmm. in coolers? I believe in coolers. You do. You think that's not like a you think that's a real thing. I bet you if someone if someone's wailing out they send like a dude over, like if someone's wailing out on the crash table and winning like crazy, I bet you they send somebody over who kind of has bad vibes and just starts betting the don't pass line or whatever, you know, like just someone to like rattle, get in the person's you know, well, head. For, I've seen, I've, I've been winning enough. I've seen it with it, where they send over the pit boss. Yeah. Uh, like I've, I've seen been where on you're, a roll. when you're on a tear and they like figure out ways to slow it down. Yeah, they're like, oh, okay, and they just like drop the chips to count or whatever. It's All like, sorry, sudden, we like, need to do new dice or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and you're like, whoa, I'm up huge. You know, yeah. it's like, I, and I, so I craps is the most of like the streak games too. Like, they yeah. just want to break that streak. I believe that, but I don't believe. Um, I don't think I believe in like guys that come up on the blackjack table and sit next to you to like cool you out or bet bad. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I mean, that seems that seems like an insane job. We would have definitely heard from someone who is a cooler, right? So, like yeah. someone's like, "Hey, this guy's winning at this table. Go over there and start hitting on 17. 
Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Just you rattle know, every. Like, don't you think oh, you pick up on? I didn't even think about it like that. Where you can, I'm thinking craps in my head because the movie The Cooler has is with craps. But you're right, like because you could like truly obstruct a table too. Just like send over like yeah. two couple, uh, a couple of actors p- pretend to be a wasted honeymoon couple and just hit on everything and split dumb bets and shit and just like rattle the whole fuck or at minimum slow down the blackjack just having two yeah, more exactly. people to deal with uh even if they don't play crazy rules uh, or like, dumb i wonder ways. if that exists i wonder if that is, if it's that intricate in in a casino like you remember that show vegas where like james con would like stare at all the yeah. the footage and stuff but i wonder if it is that intricate where like they're really keeping they're really keeping tabs to the dollar and they're like this guy's up 1500 in a half hour go over there and slow him down yeah you know, i like- wonder there's definitely they know how much you cash in for they know how much your average bet is they know like how long you've been at the table so they could do some algorithmic shit to figure out exactly how much you're worth to them like or how much you're taking from them but i guarantee right. that they, they can I think you're right. I think they would send somebody like not maybe actively send someone over to be, but like, Hey, let's, you know, let's redo the uh, entire shoe here. Or like, let's shuffle here. Like, let's or like bring ch- in new ch- decks change. of cards. Yeah. Ex- yeah. Change. Just drop that fucking loose sight. God, that thing of chips. They, when they come over, I'm like, motherfucker. Now we have to wait. Oh, like yeah. That's the sign of addiction is like, now I got to wait. 15 minutes to play more it's like i'm so yeah but, mad. but also you're like you it's they do it for the reason it's lucite so they want you to see what it looks like to have those 500 five one thousand five yeah when you can chips, see like, like when you just see like a row of hundies and a row of yeah. a row of perps and you're like fuck someday i'm gonna be walking out of here with a row of perps <laughs> yeah and you're like nah only if i rob the place <laughs> yeah exactly only if i grab it now and take i just get shot right <laughs> You do it at the Excalibur, and it's like just fives. <laughs> you get you get hit with a sword by like the blue knight. <laughs> a knight chases you down with a lance. <laughs> You're like, nice run <laughs> through your back, like ah. <laughs> blue knight wins again. Ha ha! It's like clean up the chips, red knight. Red knight's like, I can't find them. They blended in with the carpet. <laughs> I'm lost again. <laughs> Take take your the fucking helmet always... off, Red Knight. <laughs> It'll be easier to see. It's like you, it's the casino carpet. They do it on purpose. <laughs> oh man, the amount of times I've been like, oh wait, I I didn't pick up all my fives. Like the fact because fives are red and the that's carpets why, are always red. That's why the carpets look like that. No, but that's why the carpets look like that for real. They put like a carpet that has a similar pattern to their chip structure, so that when they drop it, that's why at night you'll see the like combing the vacuums and stuff they pick up like thousands and thousands of dollars worth of chips bro the i'm upset to even imagine because i've gambled so much so fucked up in my life i'm like don't even want to picture like i know i've made bets that i didn't really want to make you know or like i was like oh whoops i did it and then i'm like okay fine yeah (laughs) i did one of those the last time we were in vegas because she we went on a roulette and she was like i really want to play high limit slots you know, and I'm like, fuck, let's do it. You're speaking my language. So we walk into high limit slots and we put like $200 in a high limit slot. Hit max bet is a $180 bet on one roll. <laughs> yeah. Gone. It's and too like, fast. What? It's too I was like, fast. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Gone. 
And she was like, did we just lose? I was like, yeah, we lost half of what we won. Go on. <laughs> like, and, then, and then you're like, should I, should I do it again? <laughs> yeah, you're like, but if we would have hit. Like, that's like all your brain just goes, but if you hit, like, that's that's all that matter. Like, that's yeah. that's the gambler head is like, yeah, but if yeah. you would have hit. Like, when you and play like a $25 that- spin of uh, something, you're like, oof, what am I doing? You're like, well, think about if you hit. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what that's all that hard 10 is. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're telling me hard 10 is where I fucking buried so much in my mind. I almost called my uh, production company hard 10 productions, but it sounds like dick stuff. So I couldn't. <laughs> I, I feel like I've bet, bet a hard six and a hard eight so much that I've lost more money than I've won hitting a six and an eight. Hands down, I bet. The hard 10 so much, but I've definitely lost more money than I've ever won betting on the hard uh, 10. Uh, Arguably, uh, I lost a lot of money I won on place and come bets on oh, hard yeah. 10. Uh, on yeah. hard 10. Yeah. I'm always like, oh, like, press it 10. And I'm like, man, I should just put that 10 in my eyes. Oh, yeah. Like I've, I've had times where I'm like, where I'm winning, where I'm like hitting, I'm like, press the hard eight. And it's like, there's 150 on the pressing of the hard eight and only 25 on the eight. Yeah, right, right. I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> I've definitely been in situations where I'm like, keep pressing to the point where I'm like, I'm not even like, when I hit the pass line, I'm still losing money because my hard tennis. <laughs> yes, I'm like, what happened? And I'm like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, 10 easy. No! <laughs> no! I've also been with friends. Like, I love playing with Doug. Sometimes he's like, he'll, especially when he drinks, he like doesn't really know whose pile it's what. So like some, he'll roll it. So he'll be like, what? Wait. Well, yeah. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> like uh, that roller coaster of emotion is so fun. We're talking uh, Doug Mand from the recent Appetizers episode of Greg with Gregor and Mand, uh, Pally's Buds. Uh, mm-hmm. Doug also straight up said to me one time at the crab table, he's like, "Hey man, what is your strategy? Because I've never seen I've never seen you well, win." Doug has see the thing that Doug is in. I love he's one of our core Yo Elevens. <laughs> He's part of the Yo 11. He, he, he is conservative. That's always it. Like he bets the same way on the same numbers. So you will win that way in craps. It has the best odds in the house if you're patient like that. Mm-hmm. And so Doug is like, he'll walk away from a, a roll up like 300 and be like, good job. Blue collar. I, I sweated it out. And for me, I'm like, we'll put that all on a hard 10. Let's see what happens. You know, I'm like, I need to, I need to hit big in this role or else it's like it's not worth it you know what i mean yeah, like, yeah. I, like i like the craps role to me needs to end in this like eruption it can't be like a slow bill yeah i'm not here to win 50 or 100 bucks i'm here to walk away with like 1600 i'm here or to walk none. away with people or not yeah or or down you know yeah. but i'm here to walk away with like enough that i can like do something i couldn't do in my normal life yeah exactly I, i'm 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 not leaving until I have enough money to be like, holy shit, I want a shit ton of money or holy shit, I lost all my money. Like there, I'm, I, and that's <laughs> yeah. part of my problem is I never walk away when I'm up a little and like every once yeah, in a no, while me, I could do it and I'm always so proud of myself. When you get up from the blackjack table with me 300 too. bucks and you're like, oh shit, now I have you're $500 in my wallet. Yeah. I'm so used to going to the ATM after you get up from somewhere. <laughs> oh yeah. That, that's the worst. And, 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 uh, Truly, like that feeling is so nice where you win. First of all, I haven't gone. What I'm looking forward to on my next trip, and I hope it happens, is that when we sit down, we win instantly. Because the last couple times I've tried to like do my normal strategy of like toe in the water, get just just set up a little bit, and I get 
just decimated. Same. You know, and that grows because then I'm like, well, I got to come back from this first day. And then I'm like, by the end of the first day, I'm in a hole. And I'm looking forward to like maybe that not happening. I think part of my problem, here's, here's something I've been along the same line. Something I've been thinking about is like, I, I, I'm going to skip from now on that first gambling sesh when everyone's like, hey, we have like 45 minutes before dinner. Should we play some crabs together? I'm going to start skipping those. I'm going to start being like, I'll come back when we have, when there's no hard out, like the hard out gets me to like make bad decisions or, you know what I mean? Or I'm like racing or I'll be like, but that's how those people leave up $300. Right. Right. But I'll you have know, like $48 like, left when they're like, it's time to leave. And I'll be like, all right, well, I'll just put $48 on hard 10. Oh, yeah. like, I mean, that's always, that's just, that, that's just a, a, a sacrifice to the Vegas gods though. That's just something you're, you're literally just giving that to, to the gods. You're saying like, <laughs> yeah, enjoy. Know, this is a penance. This is, that's basically a resort fee. Yeah, yeah. Build, hey, build another one of these fucking golden chandeliers on on me, baby. <laughs> Papa's yeah, got for, you. for real. I'm packing right now for a little East Coast trip, and then I'm going to hit Vegas. And in addition to all my other kinds of supplies and cool clothes and Speedos that I got to pack, I'm also packing Athletic Greens packets because... I use it every single day. I started taking Athletic Greens because um, taking vitamins in the morning makes me nauseous, and I wanted to kick off, get my optimize my immune system, get better gut health, more energy, uh, all that. So I love it in the morning. It's a very easy, low buy-in health thing you can do for yourself. So like this morning, I had one, and that means I get 16 to 20 ounces of water in and all my uh, 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens all in one delicious glass in the morning. And I drank it out of a raised-by-TV pint glass. So, you know, it was a real Gabrus morning in the house. It's helped me with digestion. I, you know, it's the first thing I drink in the morning, then I follow it with a coffee, and I don't think I have to explain how that all helps my digestion, okay? Uh, your subscription comes with a year's supply of vitamin D, which is important to add in these, uh, you know, when you're not getting as much sunlight. I know it's summer now, but vitamin D is important. Take it from me. Costs less than $3 a day. Supports better sleep quality, mental clarity, alertness. And again, I repeat, it's a very easy buy-in. It's just a very simple thing you could do to make everything that much easier. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash mighty. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash mighty to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. True, Bill. Did you know that free trials renew without your consent? Because it's a business scam to get you. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. We willingly give so much money to corporations. Let's not unwillingly give them some money that we don't even know about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. And because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill goes against that, makes it incredibly simple. You just link all your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions. So you don't have to. Dude, I... 
Matthew B. saved $660 for a year on his DirecTV bill. Over 2 million users helped save over $100 million. So do yourself a favor and don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash Mighty. Go right now. Truebill.com slash Mighty. M-I-G-H-T-Y. It can save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash Mighty. T-R-U-E-B-I-L-L dot C-O-M slash M-I-G-H-T-Y. Oh, man, I want to go back so bad. Even if it's not this weekend, let's make sure we go back this summer. I want to go. I want to, I want to, I want to, uh, like, I want to have that, that feeling of, like, I'm not being rushed and I can sit down and gamble and then know that I have a nice meal at, like, 10.30 p.m. Oh, the best. You and know what like, I mean? You're like, yeah, you're just eating. You're like, I could be as fucked up. As I want at like 10, 15 p.m., then I could sit down and just have fucking at like a, steak an amazing restaurant. Or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and wine. And then, and then, and then whatever. And then yeah. if I gamble, I gamble. If I don't, I don't, whatever. Like, but I want to, I want that like relaxed vibe that, that, uh, this year has been so crazy. Last time, last, one of the last times I went, uh, without you, I had like a 10 p.m. dinner res got blasted before ate a like a fucking feast and then uh, tiffany's like so do you still want to hit the tables and i'm like you know what let's just go to the room and like pass out i passed out at like midnight and i was able to get down at like 8 a.m with an iced coffee and the video poker machine and an edible and i'm like this is more fun for me than being up till four in the morning uh, like sort of nauseated and and dehydrated and hung up make ruining my and that's the true old man that's the true old man stuff that like we're getting to that I that I'm embracing and enjoying. Like when we Dale and I did the same thing. Like we went out the first night. Our dinner was at like nine p.m. at uh, Momofuku in, Co- in the Cosmo. It was like Love not it. that expensive. Just like you know, we were doing well, you know very casual first night. We ended up going out after, and we got back to the room at like twelve o'clock, and I was like. I could easily go gamble till like four in the morning, you know, like I hadn't drank enough, but I hadn't drank enough. Like we were out, we were like dancing a little, like I I wasn't like ready to turn in, but I was like, let's put a movie on smoke out the balcony. I fell asleep within like, you know, 30 minutes, woke up the next morning at eight. We were leaving at 10. I gambled for two hours. I lost, but I was so happy with it. I had a big fucking egg and cheese. That you didn't and wake like, up at like nine fifty and have to like diarrhea and race down because you like went or, to bed at four thirty and now you're like rattled all day, or that or that I like didn't sleep, right? <laughs> and right, am yeah. like now like dry heaving at eight in the morning and having right, to right. also like be like you know well, yeah we'll go to the neon museum like you know I didn't want that I wanted to just kind of like be civil and it was so nice so good. Oh man, that that deciding to go to sleep in Vegas feels like a power move. Uh, for me too, if I if I'm like, oh, I actually am going to bed and I'm not going to bed angry that I lost all my money. Like to me, if I go to bed, like if I'm like, oh, I'm 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 able to lose six hundred bucks tonight, and I go to bed only having lost three hundred, I wake up the next morning going like, well, now I got nine hundred to gamble with. <laughs> like, well, you know, the like, other thing, the other thing is that Danielle and I uh, didn't do, but we were saying is a lost art of Vegas, which I would love to bring back because it is truly like a dream of mine. But like, you got to see a show. Yeah, you have to see a show. 
you have to like, I feel like we, we lost that a little bit because they became so expensive and we were younger and like, but even the irony of the show, like it doesn't have to be good. It just has to be something that you see collectively that takes you out of your zone. Right. That changes you know the, what I the mean? perspective for like 90 minutes. It's like, all right, exactly. play some Beatles songs. Let me watch a, uh, like a seven foot guy juggle. Mushrooms. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like whatever, whatever. Like, okay, I'll go see this Prince impersonator or right. I'll, you know, or, or, or I'll go see a concert, a good concert. Like, right. You they're know, always happening. Uh, I went, they're always happening there. Like you, I think you, we saw Kendrick Lamar at life is beautiful in Vegas. That shit. And really it was, cool. and it was great. And it yeah. was great. I saw the black keys in Vegas once and it was great. I won that weekend. Like, I feel like you want to just like mix it up, but we're, we're, we're talking now to your hardcore gambling heads. We're not talking to like, you and know, we're talking to the boys. older, the older gambling heads because we go to we don't go to Vegas for clubs and like no uh, we go to Vegas to gamble or waiting in line we go to gamble, but now we're getting older and we're like and we can't and just if we go to gamble eat. in Gavone yeah well, the G and G the G and G G and G Vegas factory over here <laughs> <laughs> t-shirts. <laughs> Got it. Print it. Let's go. Go to hundred one places dot com to get the merch. Just. <laughs> Just kidding. No websites uh, available yet. We don't even have one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, like that's, that's, that's the really like, that's where Vegas is like super fun. I feel like I was always like that. Even when I was younger, I used to do stuff like that. But now that I'm older, I have more freedom and money to like do the exact thing I want to do. And you, right. can, and that's where Vegas is fun. Cause you can do anything. I will say, I will say like when you're younger, you don't realize that like, a 200 like you're gonna lose the like you're like i can't eat in vegas it's so expensive i lost 500 dollars gambling it's like well if you lose 400 dollars yeah. gambling and spend 100 dollars on a steak dinner you still feel like shit that you lost but at least you had like a dope dinner with your friends like like and, and you, that, maybe you win maybe you win on that 400 right you know exactly but like i think which I is think, like I think that was the biggest step in my life when I, it happened in like my 30s hanging out with you guys in vegas where i was like you know what I do want to go to a long dinner. I, I all right. The uh, it's a bachelor party. People want to go to a club. You know what? I will go and have like three drinks and see. You know, I'll stand and yeah. towel and feel uncomfortable here for you know uh, several drinks or whatever. But at least it takes. At least it changes your. Because like my my ultimate dream would be to do some kind of show, comedy, music, whatever in Vegas, and then come off and have an after party in Vegas. Like oh. that to me is the ultimate entertainer dream. Right. Yeah. Like, we'll do the season you, two premiere of uh, 101 Places. Uh, you know, nah, this is not calling our shots or spitting into the wind here at all. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we haven't By even aired one episode yet <laughs> tonight. Our though. network, our network is literally going under. <laughs> now, any, not not once we but, start airing. Well, we've been known to save yeah. networks. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like that, that is the true dream, I think, to be able to like perform, do a show. And then, like, go back to a room where all your friends are who are at the show and the people you perform with. And they just have, like, a couple tables in that room. And then, yes. you know what I mean? Like, that's the fun stuff to me. Oh, I mean, the dream would be, like, hey, Pally and Gabriel, you want to do, like, uh, some dumb stand-up shit, like, some bits. Uh, and then mm -hmm. host, like, an after party right at, like, a, an area nearby the club. Like, that would be. And then, like, all right, we're going gambling. Like, when, or bring your bring three comic friends, dude. 
You know what, what was I mean? what's the dude's name who is like the son of the famous movie reviewer and uh, who is like loosely friends with Gene uh, Shalit? No, yeah, maybe is it Gene Shalit's kid? I forget who it is, but like a young Ben something. It'll come to me. Oh, uh, oh Ben Lyons. Ben, ben Lyons. Lyons. Yes. Uh, he was at my bachelor party. Right. He was host, and it still burned into my head. This is now fifteen years ago at your bachelor party. He, D- Doug knew him through someone, and he hosted yeah, a party Doug's there. He hosted a party there every Thursday or whatever at like Body English, the bar, and he and we hung out with him, and we went in, and he was like, "Yeah, we got a table." He hooked us up with a bottle. It was very cool, and we let us yell shit into the microphone that he was. Ho- I remember all this, but then I remember he- overhearing him kind of talk about the deal that uh, that they gave him of like, "Yeah, they fly me in on Thursday. They give me a room for two nights. They let me do blah blah. They give me this." Uh, f- free drinks, this amount of gambling credits. And I was like, I need this for life. I just, I will move to Vegas and do short form improv every night for, for chips. Well, truly like, I wish I had an act. I wish I, I don't have an act. I wish I had an act. If I had an act, then I I would do (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I would do, I would do that. No problem. I mean, a residency sounds amazing. You know, let's come up. (laughs) I I just want to go see a friend. Like, even like, you know, like if a friend is playing Vegas, I'm like, let me get on your bus, man. Like, yeah, let me, you like, know what I mean? Let me like, live I'll like, buy my own room. Let me do I'll like a fake room. artist weekend with you, please. Yeah, give me the passes. I'll just have my own room. I'll have it be like almost famous. Yeah. Hell yeah. If you're a famous musician who listens to High and Mighty and has a gig coming up in Vegas, reach out, bitch. <laughs> Basically, on. like talking to, talking to you, John Mayer. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> like, talking to you, person. Trent Reznor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I was like, the only thing I come out of my coffin for is High and Mighty. <laughs> uh, high, high and Mighty and a David Fincher movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the big bucks. Well, yeah, High and Mighty is fucking huge money for, the, for, for Trent. <laughs> um, it's crazy that we are travel show guys. I mean, hopefully people agree with us and consider us travel show guys I, as well. I, I don't know if we are yet. But we 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 did one. We did but do like, a travel I, show. I, you know what was really cool about it too is like it did it does go to show you how easy that job is. Like yeah, anybody could literally anybody could be a travel show host. But it has to be someone who's comfortable, co- like traveling, consuming, going to a yeah. Not every if like, you don't mind flying. I know people in my family who who wouldn't want to go to three new places every day. That would like overwhelm them psychologically. Right, right. If you if that, basically if like if you can if you have any sort of if you have any sort of like openness in your life at all, yeah. you can pretty much. You don't have to be smart. You don't have to be funny. You don't trust have us. to be good looking <laughs> or in shape. Trust you, us. Trust us. Trust us. Trust us. All, all you have to do is be willing. That's that's the only thing you have to be. You have to be willing to do it. You have to be open minded. You have kind of have yeah. to be. You can but hate the stuff like, you try, but you gotta try yeah. it. You gotta like. But but if they're offering money, so many people, it's such a different thing. If someone's offering you money, yeah. I'll try anything. But I also know a bunch of people, and I'm not trying to say what we do is by any means important or interesting, but I know a ton of people who can't even articulate what they like about their favorite foods and stuff like that. And like, I mean, yeah, including us, but we yeah, try. We don't, we don't. Yeah. But we, and we're also, we're, we're, fu- we're funny. I think, I think you're funny. I think we're funny, which is embarrassing, which maybe we're not, but <laughs> I, I had a hell of a time. 
<laughs> people who are people who are listening to this like a few days after it came out are like, yeah, okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> sure, real funny. Uh, <laughs> Let's just talk briefly about 101 Places here. Uh, what mm-hmm. I was, we've now watched cuts of every episode, various stages of uh, roughness. Uh, various stageness stages of puffiness on our part uh but i would say rewatching the portland episode when we go to i believe it's called magna kusima the filipino restaurant we do for our last supper um and i, mm-hmm. I guess no one i guess every no one really knows about the show yet uh but we do this thing where cuz like from the movie Pineapple Express, they have this final, they have this dinner at the end of the movie where they're super baked and they're clearly like just processing all the crazy shit that happened to them. It's like, yeah, you got hit by a car or whatever. And we kind of took that as like, oh, we'll do a final. And that's kind of what we do in Vegas is eat a final meal together, whether it's brunch or dinner, depending on our flights mm-hmm. or the spa. And we talk about all the crazy shit, like just a reminder for uh, us soft brained, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Um, consu- uh, soft brain uh, uh, drug and alcohol uh, <laughs> hobbyists. We need to like. I like remind- that you're having trouble trouble describing soft brain. Yeah, it's probably because of the softness of my brain. Uh, <laughs> but we we like to have, and so we did these final dinners in every city where we unpacked the stuff we did that weekend and tried to go out for like one ballery kind of meal and. I just I, I was thinking like maybe we talk about some of our favorite spots that we hit that are kind of like all over and then uh, just because it's fun to be reminded I, I start with Magna Kusima the Filipino restaurant in Portland that shit was this is, so this is our best of should we do like a thing where it's like all right so this is our best ofs our best ofs foods yeah let's let, let's talk yeah what what were some what were our favorite uh food things favorite food things we did favorite things we best, ate or best favorite- of food yeah best of food um magna casina chicken hearts was were fantastic everything we had there were fantastic um, yeah and that eight percent beer red horse it, ale i'm obsessed with yeah. it still i can't stop yeah. thinking about it yeah uh that's the night i threw up blood yeah i don't remember what happened to me that night but i definitely i threw up the blood morning. that night we were we were flying out that next morning, right? We yep. were uh, yep. to Yeah, that was a terrible flight. <laughs> terrible flight. Um, let me think. What else did I really? I really love? liked. Oh. Go ahead. No, you no, go no, first. you go. No, you go. Go, please. <laughs> and now I'm like, uh, uh, I really loved um, Cobra Burger uh, in, in Richmond, Richmond, Virginia. Fuck um, yes to Cobra. It's not Burger. often that you go like a burger is your is something that if considering the amount of luxurious food that we had in this trip and the amount of like five-star Michelin chefs that cooked for us, but a burger, that burger is excellent. Holy shit. Such good and good vibes. Good, good spot. Yeah, great vibes. Good it's vibes. like black lit and like, you know, it feels like a they've, basement, you know. They've got a few, like they've only got a couple of different whiskeys chosen by the bartender, mm-hmm. not, not like full, a couple of different beers chosen by the bar people. And the, the burgers were so, fu- the fries were great too, but the burgers were something special. It was really, yeah, it was really the type of burger, like truly the best burger I think I've ever had. So that place stands out. Magna Cucina, um, uh, I'll throw out uh, in Maui, only Ono, the Chinese mm-hmm. barbecue spot that's in a parking lot run a by one lot, dude. Yeah. And that's some shit that like 
someone needs to recommend to you or you need to have a producer booking you on your uh, podcast. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Uh, and that that meal yeah. was that meal was one of my favorites we had. But that's specific to me because I'm obsessed with that Chinese barbecue sauce, that like reddish, sweet and sour kind of what they no, put on the no, pork I and shit. I'm like, that. I love that. That yeah. was like, oh, no, that was dream. great. Yeah. All the food in Hawaii was good because the uh, kitchen was the awesome. kitchen the kitchen was amazing too i mean i love all that like that the ribs the garlic noodles the hawaiian cuisine the spam masubi like hawaiian cuisine is really slept on i feel i feel like. yeah protein and rice is like my favorite combo whether it's yeah. in sushi Speaking or like of, a local moco rico, or oh. in puerto rico we went to um what was that place that was a used to be an art gallery or something and then he took it over from his parents oh uh, acupuria de acupuria de quema Bur- uh, acapuria yes. came out burnt acapuria we had yeah. acapurias for the first time and those and right that beef and onions dip uh, the beef, the beef and, onions and onions yeah yeah, yeah that's, that's what i was gonna about. say i was gonna say like if you're in puerto rico make your way into old san juan don't just stay at the beach because the the food and the bar scene there is second to none po- possibly the best in the united states like if you think charleston is fun like new orleans they're great but old san juan is uh, La Factoria. Now, yeah, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk uh, drinks. Let's talk cocktails or uh, About throw, bars. Yeah, I'll throw out a drink that isn't alcoholic. That was one of the best things we had uh, in Little Havana in Miami. All the cortaditos we had, whether they were mm-hmm. with the Domino's guy or from Versailles. Cafe Versailles, they were yeah. so. I I think about splitting cortaditos with you like very frequently like it was like a no, true no, no, good no. memory for two coffee no, heads was... smoking weed all day <laughs> it was so good i mean that place is awesome that, that cuba, cuban sandwich was great too um i i even remember the mojito from um that bar la trova uh, la trova where not the, the one i made would... you <laughs> no no that one i actually don't remember <laughs> yeah that one was um, mostly no, the... rum and some salad <laughs> no, the the one that that guy made. He was. It's not even called a bartender. What's he called? He's called a uh, a cantonero. I think that's a their cantonero, style because they yeah. like sing and play instruments too. It's pretty rad. That yeah. mojito was was amazing. Dude, amazing. Remember the pina colada the guy made us for walking around the rum factory in Puerto Rico. That was great. And it wasn't was blended. Great. It was a pina colada on the rocks and uh, something I've never yeah. had before. And it, it was really a, it was drank well. Yeah, it was like fresh mix. It was like fresh pineapple juice, fresh coconut water yeah, put together with them. With their, with their like top shelf from rum. El Barrelito yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, which oh. I haven't gotten into yet, but it's like it's sitting We busted out. We counter. watched the cu- – we watched uh, one night. Tiffany was on like an ins- we, as we like to say, she's on one. And then I joke and I go, I think you're on. I think you're on four now. Like we keep just. Like <laughs> but we were late night watching the Puerto Rico cut one night. And she's like, oh, I should bust out the good rum. And she poured El Barrelito for us. And I was like sipping it at like midnight. And it's not the time to have like top shelf fucking liquor. When no, you haven't drank it. You, all. Yep. And I was that'll just like, send you like to the moon. I had two. I had a second one. <laughs> I was like, wow, we got to yeah. have another one. Let's try yeah. one with a little ice. <laughs> it's like literally yeah. what I did next. <laughs> you know, now I'm like, I, I'm glad I'm not at my house, but I'm like, when I get home, I'm going to have a glass of that barrel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you said it uh, earlier, but uh, the, uh, I lost it. I, I dropped it. Oh, it'll come back to me. Cobra burger? Oh, uh, the Red Horse Ale from uh, the Filipino restaurant. That yes. beer was so drinkable and like 8%. I had never seen it before. And it was, I was well, it definitely led to me. It definitely led to me throwing up blood because 
I remember being after that restaurant blackout drunk and the drunkest I had been on the whole trip. And we were saying in that restaurant, gotta be careful with these, gotta be careful with these. Yep, and and we I remember when we them. left, they didn't have any more. We drank they, we, all they ran out. Yeah, I remember they we ran switched out. to like, and that's we switched back to time. cocktails. <laughs> right. And that's not the first time that that happened on our trip, which is also like, I feel like that's another like, it's not embarrassing, but it's like, I don't necessarily want to get into this realm of entertainment where it's like, I can out drink you or how much you can drink. I, it's I just, just some... I, I'm too old to have like 28 year olds <laughs> handing me shots at bars and being like, completely. Party however, before you die. <laughs> however, it is shocking to see the tape and think of how many places we drank them out of the thing we were drinking. Yeah. At that bar in Moab, uh, the spoke where she was like, sorry, we have no wild Turkey left, Adam left <laughs> and, in the bar. And wild Turkey was the second bourbon you, uh, second whiskey you drank there. Cause they only had, they were like, we only have a little bit of blank left. And you're like, okay, I'll start with that. So you, you technically finished two different bottles. Two one different was bottles. almost empty. One, uh, one was ostensibly half full. Cause you had like six what about or whatever. Off camera. What about off camera in Atlanta? When you and Justin, drank uh through the north house taverns we finished all of high life supply they went, of high life yeah they went and got put two more cases of high life in the fridge while we were there but as the crew kept showing up we just kept getting like our cards were down and we just kept being like high life high life high life and it was like seven high lives please we were ordering them like six or seven at a time i had yeah. f this was after a big meal with you uh i had maybe 16 more beers at that place i don't even oh, know yeah. i know oh, yeah. i know my, on I my card on my card was 40 something high lives at like four <laughs> had, bucks a pop or something like that i had 12 that night i remember after a bottle of wine because i remember also not feeling you had a martini that before that bottle of wine we spoke oh, as well god yes that's i think what really got me sick but <laughs> uh, yeah and, and not the seafood tower and veal parm that you and i ate again also <laughs> dude i still think about that veal parm Dude, that veal parm is my favorite thing. I, I, it's, it's such a bummer that that they only let the owner only let us shoot in the bar. Right. A little trouble because the restaurant is the showstopper. Well, I think we should uh, hopefully be both working in Atlanta in the near future and can go out for a couple of veal oh. parm bottle splitting dinners, please. I am really, I'm, I think about that veal parm. I truly like gnawing that off the bone is one of the most fun. Dude, I, I just, I'm having a sense memory talking about this veal parm do you remember the waitress came over after so we had a seafood i'm remembering it all now we had a seafood tower and you had a martini with that and i had two i had a two beers while you had that martini right, right and then we were like oh we're gonna get red wine with the veal parm that'll be the nice pairing so we asked we pick out a bottle of red to split with the waitress the server the server goes oh yeah great comes over and goes I actually brought you guys a different one. I think you might like more. And we were like, yeah, we'll taste it. We try it. We're like, fuck yeah, this rules. We'll have this. It was like $110 more than the other bottle we chose. We were like, oh, whoops. She knew we were, yeah, we're going and trying to we're impress really, her. <laughs> we're really going to have to get used to being on television. Right. Well, because that was the one we were shooting off camera. And we were like, yeah, yeah. we were like, oh, we weren't shooting at all. We were like, yep. And then we we're like, oh, wait. This bill's up to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was also like it, it was unnecessary, but that, but, but favorite things that eat and drank definitely Marcel goes up there. Oh um, hell yeah! I'm trying to think what else I drank that I really, really 
really, really loved. Oh, I mean, the, again, in Richmond, that, uh, that, the, the, what's the it whiskey called? The ginger on tap? The one that you love yes. from no, the uh, nitro Jasper's? Bourbon. The oh, nitro, nitro bourbon. On, That's what it was. Yeah. The nitro bourbon on tap with the, with like the little bit of espresso or whatever was in there. Oh, Holy so shit. fucking good. Dude. That was rad. Yeah. That I really like the draft zombie. I like uh, the Jasper in Richmond nailed a few different cocktails and then they gave us to go penicillin shots which kind of rules yeah you know <laughs> shots I, like, to go is pretty exciting <laughs> richmond is another place that like i would not be upset to have a show booked yes dude uh, richmond, you know richmond like, i've got a few favorite spots now too yeah I yeah i would not be upset there's a great hotel there too that we stayed in one of the nicer hotels in the trip oh yeah uh like i would not be opposed to staying in richmond uh, this, uh, it was a drink I found in Maui. I don't know if it's ever drank on camera though, because I was there for stayed for a week after, um, <laughs> I got, uh, this Maui brewing company made a like Japanese rice lager, which means mm. less hops, which means less gluten. gluten. And I fell in love with this beer and was having like, I'm, we went to Kauai and I found a place that sold it in Kauai and I bought, I drank like. I drank like six rice beers a day for four straight weeks. I feel like. Oh my god! <laughs> nice. And, yeah, it was so. I fell in love with that beer. So if anyone is selling that in the so SoCal area, reach out. Your boy would love some Maui Brewing Company. Oh, if we're going to do plugs, rice lager, yeah. If we're going to do plugs of things we want people to send us, there's a wine <laughs> that I know of that is unfindable. That even in every liquor store, but. Every time I said the name, you didn't believe that it existed. But every time I said it to the liquor store, they go, oh, yeah, but it's hard to find. Yeah. Well, it was in, I think it was in Atlanta, at Krog Street Market, yeah. where you were like, yeah. you were like, oh, yeah, I love this wine. And I thought you were doing a bit. So I turned to camera. I'm like, we, keep an eye on him because he's going to, if he actually says this to this person, we got to get the reaction of them going, what the fuck you're talking about? And then you said it to the guy and I'm like looking at camera like, here it comes. And the guy goes, that's one of my favorites too. Yeah, very hard to find. And I was like, uh, cut the cameras, cut the cameras. I, I like was way too, way too confident. I was like way too cocky. I was like, yeah, this guy, good luck, asshole. Oh, it's everyone loves it. And I'm a dummy for not knowing it. Fuck. <laughs> so oh sweet. man, that was such a funny bit. But that that wine is really good. I think it's called Sasa Buki or something. That'll be See? enough. Whoever's... Now you know why. Now you know why I said ah, this guy's fucking yeah. lying. <laughs> but it, that'll be enough that whoever drank it that like They'll knows understand. what I'm talking. Some sommelier, yeah. one of the many yeah. high and mighty sommelier listeners. Uh, hey, I'm like, telling you, that's you're about Trent, to open up. Trent's big into wine, so he might not. He might know as well. <laughs> <laughs> a deep, deep Bordeaux, almost like a blood. So we're at, this was this was plugs for stuff we wanted you to send us. Now here's plugs for stuff we want you to watch. Can you please tune in tonight and every Thursday night after for 101 Places to Party Before You Die, our new show airing tonight. Tonight, actually, July 14th, the day this episode comes out, we're on um, Impractical Jokers tonight as well. Mm -hmm. Wow, it's uh, a big night for Pally Gamers. It's a big I night think, for us think, and, and a, arguably a very minor night for cable television. <laughs> I, I would also say uh, it's the perfect show. You want to keep this show on the air if you're listening because it's a perfect show to watch over and over again when you're like super hungover on New Year's Day. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's that's it's the perfect New Year's Day marathon show. 
Yeah. We're big travel know? show fans. So I understand yeah. the I binge travel shows when I'm hungover. I I, mm-hmm. I look, I watch them for food porn, party porn, mm-hmm. view porn. And then also I watch them before I travel myself. I'm like, oh shit, I'm going to Italy. Let me look up mm-hmm. Bourdain, Italy. Let's look up Zimmer and let's watch all of mm-hmm. fucking Tooch. Like, uh, hopefully you'll be like, I'm going to Richmond with my boys for a bachelor party. Let's see what Pally and Gabrus did. Let's see how the uh, the yeah. party boys did. Uh, mm-hmm, totally. Totally. I, and and so uh, I would say like, keep that. It, it's it's in that vein, but funnier. Yeah, we're trying to be funny. Well, uh, you're you're not going to learn as much watching our show. That's for sure. Like, uh, and I don't know if that's a turnoff. Sorry, but we're more making jokes than uh, we're more we're more tainment than info. Despite being infotainment, um, we go. Let's. Let, I'll rattle off the cities real fast. I don't know if this is the right order though. We go to Denver, uh, Richmond, Atlanta, Miami, Portland. Moab, P- Maui, Puerto Rico, and Puerto Rico. Yeah, those are the eight cities, uh, eight places we hit. So get pumped, get watch them all. Uh, set your DVRs. Set and get out not- there and kick. Get out there and kickstart the American economy. Uh, you know what? If you don't watch <laughs> our show, then I would like the next best thing is for you to travel yourself. At- Get yes. out of your town and spend money at restaurants, locations, hotels, whatever. You're going to get COVID in your own town. Go get it somewhere else. Yeah. Hit the road and get <laughs> get get some ex- exotic COVID. Get some. Yeah. I just got, I got some nice Cape Cod wedding COVID going right now. So I'm feeling great. And I have I have a Gucci COVID. Oh, shit. All right. You got that from yeah, the Gucci. Yeah, I got it from the Gucci, <laughs> Gucci <tour>. Maine. <laughs> yeah, Gucci Maine. I got it from Gucci Maine. <laughs> At the Gucci oh, store. Dude, I, so it's actually kind of complicated. I have the funniest Gucci Maine story. Please. We got to end, end on, on. Uh, <laughs> When Making History was, was coming out, they the day of the Super Bowl, they called me and Yasser, and they're like, we're actually are going to promote Making History. Can you be on a private jet from Van Nuys to go to the Super Bowl? And like, uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of so I, ran, I drove. I like picked Yasser up. We drive. We get there. We go on the jet. We get to the Super Bowl. And the whole time, the two of us were like, "This is like, you know, like I can't believe we're doing this." And we land, and we like walk through with all the Fox badges and everyone, and like, and we're walking in, and the first person we see in like the celebrity tent is Gucci Man. And so I walk right up to him. I'm like, "Yo, Gucci Man, can I get a picture?" And he like pushes me out of the way. He's like. Man, I'm not about no pictures right now. <laughs> and Yasser starts laughing. Yasser just fucking loses his mind. And I was like red. I was so embarrassed. I was like oh. so embarrassed. And it's true. Like I like he was trying to put a bet in on his phone. I was just like bothering him. You know what I mean? Like That's unnecessary. So funny. So but he, funny. he threw me out of the way. I'm not about so- no picture right now. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh my bad mr main uh, oh mr. I, I, I was like i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry everybody i'm sorry that was weird i, I don't know why i did that i know uh, <laughs> let's get so super bowl huh let's go yeah teams. i'm a comedian <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah remember this is funny and not uncomfortable see you later <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'll tweet at you <laughs> uh set set your friends and families dvrs for our show like when you oh, go over someone and nursing homes nursing homes i mean i think they play true all day long to for the people who want to die it's on something else (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) there's a chance if you go to visit your grandma or grandpa in a nursing home just change it over to true and leave it 
Yeah, when you're in a hospital waiting room that doesn't have True TV on, Mm -hmm. I know it'll be weird, uh, but ask them to put on True TV and leave it on. (laughs) Yeah. You're waiting for your wife to give birth. Take a long time. Can we turn True TV on and then put a little piece of tape over the channel? It'll be enough to frustrate people that they'll leave it on for weeks. Uh, As a matter of fact, if you are listening to this episode and have no desire to watch the show, whatever, fine. Just tweet, That's cool. man, I love this show, and tag that true. <laughs> like, that, That's just, great. <laughs> yeah, just tag. Dude, you know what we should do? We should, create, TV. we should create copy and send it to our friends. <laughs> you know how we get the stuff from the publicist that's like, here's your copy, here's your... We should just create copy. It's like, you don't even have to watch the show. Just copy and paste this in. It'll show that you're like part of a joke, whatever, but also they are looking at it. Yeah, they yeah, exactly. They posted uh, I posted some video of us and someone retweeted it with need an Eiffel Tower from these guys. Honestly, if he would have tagged true, that would have been extra helpful. So if anyone wants to get Eiffel Towered by me and Adam, tweet it, but tag true. (laughs) It does not matter. Honestly, they don't care. Like as long as you hashtag true, it's great. Or whoever true becomes in the next two weeks. Yeah. Discover brothers, whatever, wherever we end up. By the time this airs, you guys are going to be like, wow, they were really presumptuous. They didn't even realize about the uh, January 6th, pff, June 30th, blew January 6th out of the water. You know, like, oh, that's yeah, like- <laughs> <no>. <laughs> <laughs> wait till pig pneumonia. I lost it this morning. I happened to walk past the January 6th hearings on TV. I happened to walk past the building. Tiff was watching it in the in the Where are you? <laughs> yeah. I'm in DC. I'm here for June 30th, <laughs> the big <laughs> the big steal. Dude. But <laughs> man, Ixnay. Ixnay. <laughs> I uh, I walked past and the part that some woman was testifying that Trump reached up to grab the steering wheel of his limo that he was in and was like, we're going to the Capitol and tried to steer the car to the Capitol. And that is Dude, like you, the funniest behavior. That is insane. That is like childish. Did you hear the ketchup, the ketchup on the wall thing? That he whips his fucking table. He whipped his plate against the wall and there's ketchup all over it. It's so That's like good. Anthony. If that's not the president show, if that's not Anthony, like he, yeah, all that's, our bits. Uh, Life imitating art at that case. <laughs> yes, yes, completely. I know. We should get a, a Pulitzer now. Yeah, you guys, a retroact. Finally, the president show gets a retroactive Pulitzer. And we should get a preemptive uh, Creative Arts Emmy for best uh, travel host. Are we eligible for the Creative Arts this year? I have no idea. Can and I get you, you consideration? If we email our team and ask them, they'll be like, shut up, guys. <laughs> I, I've asked before that it's always no. Yeah, it's always like, relax. We're not even trying yeah. to get you that. <laughs> no. Yeah. Why don't you try? Yeah, why don't you do something, you fuck? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. So, Donald, are we paying you? <laughs> True TV, um, channel, whatever it is, tonight, 1030. <laughs> 10 o'clock, tune in at 10 o'clock and watch us on Impractical Jokers. Get a full hour of Gabrus and Pally, uh, diluted mm-hmm. a little bit by uh, Murr and Q and the boys. Uh, but other than that, you got anything else you want to plug, pals? You got anything else people should check out? Sonic 2 is streaming now. Get your ass over there and watch it. Yeah, no, my I don't nephew, care. I'm my not... nephew loves Sonic 2, and my brother, oh, really? who's watched a, a bunch of the cuts and knows you yeah. from hanging out, is like, holy shit. 
That's Adam. That's the guy. And he was like explaining, that's the guy who hosts the show with Uncle Nani. Do you remember Uncle yeah. Nani was doing the show? And it was like, he was so, and like my nephew was so excited to have like this loose connection to the cop. And my, and my oh. brother said, unprompted, you're very funny in Sonic 2. Oh, that's great. That's yeah. nice. Did not, um, no need for him to kiss my ass. All we do is are mean to each other. So he was good. At, Dr at Drake's birthday, uh, he cried because I didn't come down. It was He wanted a Sonic theme, so we got him a Sonic cake and a oh, balloons and everything. And then I came downstairs dressed normal. And he's like, where's your police uniform? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I was like, what the fuck uh, are you talking about? It's not about? really the time to be dressing as a cop, Drake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Drake, I, like, I don't know I how to explain this to you, but <laughs> the ACAP burger in Richmond. Yeah. Shout out the ACAP burger in Richmond. Uh, Pally, thank you so much for coming on High and Mighty to talk about our Dude. travel show. <laughs> I love it. I love you. Um, I love you too, man. I miss I, you. I, good luck I to actually us. can't believe I, I miss you. I miss you too. Feel better. I, oh, I, know, I will. It was weird when we saw each other last week because it was like we didn't get to hang out enough, but we got to work on the show, which is like hanging out. Yeah, it was like a quick three-hour burst, and we both had to scatter. So it felt and like definitely a light had touch. COVID, and definitely had COVID. I definitely, I most likely had COVID. Hi, Tiff. Tiffany's popping in, I guess, to say hi. Yeah, bugs, we're wrapping up here. You can. <laughs> I got a blocker. Daniela is so mad at me. Da Daniela, I, I was like, I got to do this thing at once. She's like, okay, I'm, I have to take uh, Drake to a play date. It's like, oh, okay, well, do you care? She's like, no, 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 it's fine. And then the play date got moved to one of drake's friends other a friend of a friend who has a boat so they're on a boat and danielle is like deathly afraid of boats and so now you're on a podcast with me a guy who you've spent 10 of the last 12 weeks and with, she, and, and your family's on a gotten, boat shitting bricks <laughs> the text that i've gotten now from drake and from danielle not drake just being like fuck you are so <laughs> intense i'm like i didn't know there was a boat involved I hope you're enjoying the audio circle jerk with Gabrus where you guys are just talking about how fun being travel show hosts are. She's in such a bad mood that I started Googling like, what live shows are tonight? Oh, Dave Matthews and Jones Beach. It's only two and a half hours from here. Yeah, get there ASAP. Yeah, yeah, oh, I got something to do. You can crash at Joanne's house. She might not have COVID and it's only 10 minutes from Jones Beach Amphitheater. Uh, oh, then I could have more than a beer. <laughs> then I could have more than a beer. Yeah, but I don't want to wake up with Joanne screaming at me about your tattoos. Oh, she and she will be. That is so <laughs> funny in Portland. That makes me laugh so much. And she's like, "We caught her on the plane with a mask on, giving us the fucking evil, the Italian evil eye." Uh, because <laughs> great. I blamed you for getting a tattoo. <laughs> that's right. That's a, that's a solid pitch to tune into the show. You and I get tattoos on camera. That's pretty. Wild. We got tattoos for the oh, show. Yeah. Is that wild? I don't know anymore. It's not wild for you. I will say it's wild for me. So. Okay? <laughs> I guess okay? so. Okay. That was technically your second on-camera tattoo, too. Like, yeah, that's true. That was my first, my second tattoo oh. ever and my first on camera. Well, next thing, get ready. You got a jizz on camera now. You got it. It's Hell the only. Can't wait. Oh, well, <laughs> I mean, on like production. Yeah, I've jizzed on camera. <laughs> no one's ever seen it. I'm just saving it all Whoa. up for my fucking that's why, that's in why memoriam. You, that's why anytime that's why anytime you hand me your phone, I'm like, can you take this picture? I'm like, I don't want to touch this thing. Yeah, dude. I'm not quick, grab a shot of me. Over your camera. Dude, I use a different phone. I use a different I use a higher end phone for that. I use the Google Megapixel. Um Adam Pally, thank you again. 101 Places to Party Before You Die premieres tonight, every Thursday. Set the DVR. Watch it. Watch it online. We have no idea where it's streaming or how to watch it online, but do that for us. <laughs> Bye, shitheads.
Hey, now that the episode is over, time to get a little serious. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Whack! Abortion is a basic healthcare need for millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. So you can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's the number four. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, abortion.cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, plancpills.org provide an early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. I encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. I think what this all fundamentally comes down to is let's just mind our own fucking business, okay? If somebody wants to do something to their body, uh, let them. That's it. It's their body. We don't get to choose that for them. That's called freedom, remember? Okay. This has been John Gabris, host of High and Mighty, saying thanks for listening to the episode. And come on, speak up, take care, and spread the word. Love you, shitheads. That was a HeadGum Podcast. 